want to share a word of scripture and then we will open our prayer lines for prayer. Today, I just want to remind us of God's grace and mercy, in particular, his uh, treatment of us despite of us. In Psalm 32, it says, blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is a man in whom the Lord does not impute iniquity and in whose spirit there is no deceit. <clears throat> Excuse me. When I kept silent, my bones through my groaning all the day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My vitality was turned into the drought of summer. I acknowledge my sin to you and my iniquity I have not hidden. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. For this cause, everyone who is godly shall pray to you in a time when you may be found. Surely in a flood of great water, they shall not come near him. You are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. I want to encourage us to be mindful and be attentive to our relationship and our confession with the Lord. Wherever there is any need to, we want to acknowledge our transgressions. The beautiful thing about being in Christ is we are blessed that our sins are not being counted against us. We are not being treated as our sins deserve. By the grace and mercy of God, he has imputed to us righteousness. He has counted us as clean in his sight because of the Lord Jesus. But there's something about the cleansing of our conscience and the, the acknowledgement of our transgressions before God, that we have a bare soul before him, that he will hear your cry when you confess and acknowledge and, and allow yourself to be in agreement with him about what you've done when you've done it, whatever happened, because you're acknowledging that Lord, just like uh, David said in Psalm 51, it's against you and you only have our sin. You know, sometimes we think of the big stuff, you know, we did something to kill somebody or we ran over somebody with a car or we, you know, robbed the bank. Keep short accounts, uh, the elders used to say, even the little things that bring conviction. I was blessed recently because I was in a, a situation with someone communicating with them and they came back and they said, you know, I don't like the way I responded. And I want you to, I ask you to forgive me. And I acknowledged their humility. And I was blessed because I said, you didn't have to say anything because I didn't take offense, but I understood their heart because I've been in those postures where the Holy Spirit will convict you and say, you know what? That doesn't represent me well. Even though the world might say, oh, it's no big deal. All you did was this, that, or the other. And, you know, maybe you fit in with everybody else. But when the Holy Spirit circumcises your heart and you're sensitive and obedient, you go back and you make it right because you know that that thing didn't sit well with God. So too, those little things nobody may ever know about, but you and God. 
but keep short accounts, acknowledge whatever thing he shows you, admit it, and then celebrate the fact that he is not holding your sins against you. But now you have nothing to even burden your conscience with, nothing that would stand between you and the love of God, even within your own self, so that you can then pray with a clear conscience, knowing that we can cry out to the God we serve. And just as he said, in for this cause, everyone who is godly shall pray to you in a time when you may be found. I don't want anything hindering my prayer, my relationship, my conscience before God. So I encourage you, whatever that little thing is, however small it might be, or sometimes it's some big stuff. And in our pridefulness, we don't want to admit, go back, humble ourselves, do the thing that pleases God. Don't worry about what others going to say about you. Don't worry about trying to keep your image up and all of that. Just be holy and righteous before the God that we serve. And then he will hear you when you cry out to him. That's the beautiful thing about our walk with God. He wants us to keep clean and pure inside. So there's, uh, like Jesus said, I know what's in a man. In other words, you don't want anything in you that the enemy can claim territory, anything in you that will set up a stronghold or a strong power from which he can operate. So keep everything clean and clear before our God and then pray with a clear conscience and pray with the confidence that God hears your cry and that he will answer you. I'm um, relishing today just in the mercy of God as it is just a blessing to know that our transgressions are forgiven and our sins are covered by the precious blood of the Lamb. Sometimes I think we take that for granted. We, especially when we've been in church for a while, we just, you know, say, oh yeah, I know that to be so. But you know what? We can, if we're not careful, become like that man in the parable that Jesus talked about when he compared the, the Pharisee to the man who humbly beat his chest and fell before the Lord. You know, the one stood, yes, I'm glad I'm not like all these other sinners and I'm glad that I'm, you know, righteous in your sight. Whereas the humble man just fell at his feet, fell on his face, beat his chest and said, basically, Lord, woe is me, forgive me, I'm a sinner. We need to keep a heart of humility so that we can then be able to come before God with a clean conscience, keep our hearts pure. The enemy will creep in and just a subtlest little things, and next thing you know, you got a stronghold going on, built on pride or built on arrogance or built on even just taking God for granted. We don't want any of that going on in our lives. So today, I just remind you of the mercy of God and the faithfulness of God and the fact that he is not counting your sins against you, and yet he invites you, as he said in 1 John 1 and 9, confess your sins to me. I'm faithful and just to forgive you. He's inviting us to be in agreement about what's going on with us as the process of sanctification, the process of him cleaning us up is going on. We want to keep our heart and our mind pure before him. And then we can pray without any sense of hindrance or shame or wonder. Is Am I good enough? Is God listening? Does he want to hear me? We have that clarity in our spirit that all is well with him and us. God used Pastor Jenkins last night in our Bible study to talk about making a godly appeal. 
And he was talking about when you have authorities in your life, you know, making a godly appeal to your boss or whoever for something that you want them to do. Maybe um, you need to go to them and ask for a raise or ask for a particular thing to be done in your behalf. One of the key elements he said was making sure you're in right standing with that person. You know, he gave the example of his son. If you haven't cleaned your room, don't come ask me, can you go outside and play? You're not in right standing with me. If you have stuff that you haven't dealt with in your heart and the Holy Spirit has been dealing with you, you're not in right standing. Yes, spiritually, you're going to heaven. But fellowship wise, you've allowed something to come in and buddy up the relationship. You don't want anything hindering your fellowship with the Lord. You want to keep a pure heart. You want to keep a clean heart and keep yourself in a posture where you can, with a clear conscience, go before him. You know, when he shows you those little things, those little pebbles, you know, I compare them to, you know, you get a little pebble in your shoe. Don't have to be a big rock, big rock we throw out. It won't even fit. A little teeny pebble is just enough to annoy you and just enough to give you a blister if you don't deal with it. Next thing you know, if you don't deal with that, it becomes something bigger. That's how the envy is. Just that little teeny foothold you give him, he will take it and run with it. So I challenge you, keep your heart pure before the Lord. Keep your cleansing, your conscience before God. And when the Holy Spirit speaks to your heart, humble yourself and do whatever he tells you to do. That means going back and apologizing. That means confessing something, whatever it is, so that you don't have anything that can hinder you in your time of prayer. Amen. So let's go to our God now and let's cry to him with the confidence of knowing that we are cleansed and forgiven in Christ Jesus.